Goes to the back of the end zone, and it is all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney, and my co-host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, man? How you doing, Tyler? Doing good. Doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great today, man. Everything's going good, man. Hey, we hoping for football to come back, mm-hmm. and man, it's... It looks like starting to look starting to look good. I know next week we starting to put on helmets, so we walk through it. So, but but um, the main thing is today we have a special guest, and our special guest uh, special guest today is Lane Burns. What's up, Lane? How you doing today, bro? Doing pretty good, man. It's been a long time coming. Been trying to get on here for a while. Been something comes up every time, but I finally got free. So. Hey, oh, right yeah. We got to go in. Yeah, that's right. Had to get the old uh, fantasy football commissioner on for, uh, for an episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> he, yeah. he, he, runs, yeah. he runs our yeah. fantasy league. I, I've been uh, co co commissioning it, I guess, for a little bit here, but we love it. We've been Could doing do this thing since I was All right, quick question, Lane. Who wins majority of the fantasy football? Tyler, for sure. It's not even close. <laughs> He was back-to-back champions this past That's year, it. so uh, I haven't even. I don't even think I've made the playoffs but once. I've been struggling. Oh, lame. Yeah. Don't tell. All right, let's be honest. Don't tell me you pick a bunch of your Falcons as your player. <laughs> no, nah, I, I actually I'm smart when it comes to that. I stay hey, away from. Him. He's got Cole to compete with on that. <laughs> Cole's picking <laughs> Matt Ryan yeah, Cole, oh, yeah. Cole, early on every year. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he ain't gonna do it no more though. He's, he's got Mahomes, so he's he's straight. Oh man, yeah. well. Well, big thing is, Lane, I mean, you know, sports is coming back. Everything's going great. So, big time question is, what's things going on with the NBA? I mean, right now you got the scrimmage games going on. I mean, next <clears> week – well, actually, not next week, but Saturday, the NBA game. I, I think it's starting. a – I think I saw next Thursday. I think it's next a Clippers Thursday? Lakers, yeah. Clippers Lakers, exactly. Hey. You got yeah. some big time – oh, my gosh. Let's get Tyler's it. Tyler's currently Let's wearing a Lakers jersey, everyone, so <laughs> – <laughs> LeBron James. Gotta rip the cane. Yeah, but, but you know, I saw something today on um Twitter. It was you know, Colin Cowherd, we all know about him. Oh my god. But he but he made this case mm. and he said that if Kawhi Leonard wins the NBA finals this year and wins MVP, obviously we know he would have won three championships with three different teams, he'll be a top five player. What are your thoughts on no. that? No. No. That was quick. No. They're not mm. top ten, maybe top five. I don't see it. Yeah. Maybe if he wins, I mean, I don't know. It, I just he's can't see time. him. He does. He's still really young. He's only, what, 28, 27, yeah, 28, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's still got good. at least four prime years left, mm-hmm. maybe five. So, he, he could get there, but I don't think he's there yet. Uh, well, what are your thoughts about that, Tyler? Because when I look at it, I mean, he has a case. I, I agree. He has a case to be top ten, you know. I mean, three different championships. The only guy mm-hmm. I can think of off the top of my head is Robert Horry, but he wasn't the MVP yeah. of any of them. He was a role so, guy. Hey, role uh, guy. Wait, wait. Uh, no, no, I guess not. I mean, James Jones, but he it, that was just Heaton in the Cavs. Yeah, yeah so never mind that. Yeah, I yeah. can't think of anybody else that won a championship with three being different teams. Let, yeah, and let alone being the main guy. So, what Seriously. you think about that? You think? I, I agree with you guys. I think it's uh, top ten for sure. Uh, the top five. I mean, he's still got time to build on that. You know, he's he's you know chasing guys that have um, you know they've long had their legacies built pretty much. You know, except for 
uh, main guy there, LeBron, you know, he's still building on his. So, uh, I mean, it, it's it's tough to put him there now, but, I mean, he's definitely got every chance in the world to make it there. So, I mean, yeah. Well, I've, I mean, I've thought about it this way, that if Kawhi Leonard was to win a third championship with a third different team, mm-hmm. to me, now he has a case, but I don't think he's the best player in the league yet. But he would take over Giannis as being the best player in the league, in my opinion. I mean, Giannis, yes, he has the – he has the uh, offensive weapons. I mean, he has the MVPs. I mean, he has great defense, the length. I mean, Giannis is a great player right now. But Kawhi Leonard, when it's crunch time, plus he's already beaten him last year in the playoffs. Yeah. When the Bucks went up 2-0, if we don't forget that. But, yeah. I mean, he's already beaten him on a big stage. And if he's able to win another championship, and let's say, hey, he plays Giannis in the finals and beats him, oh, yes, the best player in the league, Kawhi Leonard. I think that would be – That'd be a good matchup because Kawhi's got the same defensive ability as Giannis, but he can actually shoot. So I think that'd be big time. Oh yeah, yeah. And I saw and I saw some things today with Giannis shooting threes in the scrimmage game. So yeah, he has getting better. He's he's trying to expand. He's He's trying to expand this three point. Yeah, he's definitely getting there. But yeah, what Kawhi did last year with uh, with Toronto was was crazy. But I still don't think. He's not quite top five yet, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think right now he's still pushing for number one in the league. Um, I mean, obviously, to me, it's, you know, Giannis. Giannis and LeBron, they were the uh, two. They were one and two. Yeah, for I this mean, we year. Wouldn't even be, we wouldn't even be talking about this if that basketball had bounced one extra yeah. time off that rim. <laughs> yeah, get the 76ers, man. He got, right. he got that crazy Woo. bounce and it dropped. But, yeah, no, we'll be talking about hey, being you can't do it all. You got to have some luck, you know. For yeah. sure, for sure. Well, have you guys been seeing any of the the latest NBA buzz? I know we uh, kind of discussed it before the show, but the the weird lineup that the that the Nuggets trotted out uh, the, the earlier, I think it was like, what two days ago. That it was Jokic at the point, uh, Plumlee at center, Millsap at the four, Jeremy Grant at the two, and then at the three it was Bol Bol. I mean, that was crazy. I, mean, I feel right? like if there's if there's any center that could pass close to a point guard it would be Jokic though for sure I mean I guess that makes because but that's just that's he's crazy done, guys, he's done slimmed up too man have you seen like the Three amount of weight centers. that guy's lost crazy <clears throat> I don't know if that was COVID that did it to him but he's done lost a good bit of weight Bol Bol did y'all see the highlights of him yeah they start I using did. him they're gonna be they're gonna be he's gonna be dangerous and they and start that, putting that's him not in. even including uh Michael Porter Jr. who's one of their guys that they're kind of hanging their hats on for the future so it's it's going to be – what I'd like to see – now, let me pitch this to you. So, this big lineup, you know, we got five huge guys, like lengthy guys, you don't hardly ever see that, versus the Houston Rockets, where they go all small. What kind of – you know, the, just seeing that matchup, what would you think about that? Who would win that one? I mean, you can look – you're starting to look at the different types of things where this NBA era has changed. You have the big oh, yeah. man that's <clears throat> able to be basically a point guard. I mean, the ball handling skills for big men are different. I got guys like Anthony Davis. We're talking about, talking about guys like Jokic. I mean, now you got Bo Bo over here freaking shooting threes. I mean, look, you got you Kevin got Durant. stretch fours I mean, or stretch man. fives. It's crazy. These guys are incredible. Exactly. Mm. So you have the big man that's able to uh, handle the ball differently compared to a smaller guy. I mean, yes, you got your point guards, but now you see how point guards have shifted over time. I mean, mm-hmm. look, you got guys like Ben Simmons, look, yeah. six foot nine, six foot eight type point guards. So the game is actually starting to change. And it's great to see what the Nuggets is because I'll tell you one thing, it's going to be big in the playoffs to be able to see a lineup with what guys, what, how many guys, five guys over six foot eight. 
Yeah. Like, that would be incredible. Yeah. I don't know if they'll that ever do crazy. it seriously. I think that might have been an experimental thing. But, hey, if it works, you know. If it, it works. works. It'll be something different. Exactly. It is true. I haven't I mean, seen anything. Are they uh, – Without the fans, are they pumping in artificial crowd they noise, are. or are they just yeah, going? They, they are, are pumping yes. in. I saw it's that like, with the Miami Heat. Have y'all seen MLS? MLS is doing like a like a tournament right now where they're pumping in crowd noise. It's, it's very similar to that. They have these big screens where they'll like show fans on sometimes, and they're just kind of recreate that atmosphere. It's um, such a weird. That's such a weird situation. It's like, different. Think about it. like if you did like it's just never in my lifetime, and I think that it would be no. a situation like this where no. You're playing actual professional sports, and there's no fans in the stands, and you're playing artificial crowd noise. It just sounds so taboo. I don't know. It's weird. You're right about that. Well, let's see here. So today, main reason we got Lane on today, uh, we've been doing some uh, NFL divisional breakdowns. I knew when we got to this one, the NFC South, I knew we had to get Lane on here. Uh, big Falcons super fan. He's always been there through the ups, through the downs. I've seen his emotions right up and down, man. He's uh, he's always been there for him, though. He's a, he's a true fan. He's had it rough. He is. So, he is. Hey, he's we a had, true fan. We had to get him on here. We had to get him on here to see his, his thoughts on everybody and how this is going to be. Because, uh, I mean, would you guys say that this is maybe the most competitive division in, in NFL right oh, now? Oh, there's no maybe in it. I think it is for on sure. Paper, I think it's the most competitive division in the NFL. Oh, it but we got to go. Well, yeah, I'll give you – yeah, on yeah. paper. On yeah. paper. We, we can't, know we can't see, definitively but, say it yet because, yeah. I mean, you still got Seattle's division and, I mean, yeah. heck, I'm about to get ready to start throwing in um the AFC, uh, the AFC North. Uh-huh. You know, they're the, the Ravens and you got to mention the Steelers. We got to throw the Steelers in. No, got to mention the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Always got to throw them in there. But overall – Yes, on paper. I mean, I have no doubts in Brady. I think he's going to be able to take the Bucks to another level. So, I mean, yes, on paper, this could be the hardest division in the NFL. I agree. All right. So, normally we start this thing off by going with who we think is probably going to uh, to finish the least out of all these teams, out of the four. And uh, I'm pretty sure across the board, we, we kind of came to the consensus that uh, the Carolina Panthers are probably going to be in that spot this year. Right, guys? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, so what can we expect from the Panthers this year? I know that they have the addition of Teddy Bridgewater. They're bringing back Christian McCaffrey, a great season. Um, They've added in a couple uh, little pieces on offense, Russell Russell Okung on the offensive line, Robbie Anderson in the receiving core, and they really went ham um, on defense in the NFL draft this year. That's all they drafted, not a single offensive player. So uh, what do you guys see when you look at the Carolina Panthers? Well, I agree with you on that one, um, Tyler, uh, mainly because the reason why they drafted so well on defense, they lost their best defensive player, Luke Kinkley. They had to fill in that gap. I mean, they got Shaq Thompson right now. I mean, they brought in Eli Apple from the Saints. So, overall, I think they, they'll probably – and plus they got Derek Brown. Derek Brown was um, a big piece. He, that was yes, a steal at that pick. Big. That was. Yeah. That was. I, fair, I thought that was I, very uh, prototypical of them or stereotypical of them to uh, to draft an Auburn guy there. You know, they, they always – I feel like they always yeah. get some Auburn guys, so. Yeah, they always get somebody there. <laughs> yeah. But looking at the Panthers right now, I mean, they, they do look really well on defense, and I think that's what's going to keep them in most of their games. Um, I have a little faith in Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't mm-hmm. – I'm not fully bought in. Yes, he went 5-0 last year with the Saints, but um, currently when you look at Teddy Bridgewater, he was – a little binded up in that offense. Yes, he had a great offensive play call out of Sean Payton, who's able to use a lot of his players. And you want to be honest, Tayshawn Hill played his most um, minutes in that five-game span. So 
Not saying Teddy Bridgewater didn't do much, but mm-hmm. he did play really well. But that five-game span, um, Sean Payton mm-hmm. showed that he was able to use a lot of his weapons with the Saints. And I don't know how well he's going to use with the Panthers because, I mean, you got the new head coach from Baylor currently who is there. Uh-huh. Um, the schedule, I mean, the schedule is not going to be easy, man. Uh, no. Currently, I'm looking at it now. You got they play the Raiders first. Tampa Bay second uh, on the road, mm-hmm. and they got the Chargers on the road. Arizona at home. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be a much better team this upcoming season. Falcons at on the road. I don't see them beating them. Chicago at home, very good defense. New Orleans on the road. They got a really hard schedule, to be honest with you. Man, they got yeah. Kansas City and Minnesota yeah. and Green Bay and the Saints twice. They got a really tough schedule, so I don't really see them doing too much in mm-hmm. that division overall, but you know, I could be shocked. So, yeah, and Matt yeah, Rule is the head coach of the Panthers. That's what I'm going with. They got a completely new coaching staff. They got Matt Rule in now, new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator. Um, Joe Brady for what I mean, Yeah, right, exactly. That's big stuff. He, he was that with Joe big. Burrows. He was a wide receiver and off passing coordinator for them. So, yeah. But, I mean, they added some – they added Robbie Anderson, too, on the yeah. offensive side of the ball. So, I mean – I mean, I think they could probably – with Christian McCaffrey, you never know. I mean, that dude's a beast. I mean, they could easily go 10-6, and 9-7. and seven, But uh, it's just how competitive this division is. I just – I still got them coming in last as well. There's, there's going to be some – there's going to be some trap games <clears throat> with them. Uh, somebody's oh, going to sleep on them, yeah. and, and, and they're yeah. going to pay for it. I really do think so. Right. And then back to, like you said, the defense. They lost Luke Keekley And even last year, they gave up the second most points in the NFL. And so – it's just going to be, it's going to be a, a learning year for for sure. But I think soon, you know, they could be, they could be good in the next couple of years, but not next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so we got we got them out of the way. Now here's where it, we really start having an argument, Uh-oh. right? These next three, I, I have a definitive number one. I'm going to hop on my soapbox whenever we get to my to the number one because I, I believe that this team uh, may may just win it all. Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to be like, you know, the Chiefs are going to be in there, but I really think that this team later on, I can make a case for them. But um, at my three, I know that I have the Falcons. Lane, who do you have at your three? Tampa Bay. All right, Torres. Really? Okay. Who do you, who do you have, Torres? I have the Falcons at number three. So, wait. So, out of respect for Lane, out of respect for mm-hmm. Lane, I think that we should go ahead and do the Bucks. We'll save it. We'll put the Falcons okay. at the two, so hopefully that they'll, uh, they'll make it to playoffs, <laughs> right? So, we'll, we'll do the Bucks. We'll do the Bucks real quick. And it's not no, – no crack on the Atlanta people out there. You know, obviously, I feel your pain. Um, I've always watched the Falcons growing up. I've never been like a diehard just because you see how it goes. But um, I, have enough, yeah. I have enough heartbreaks uh, being a Georgia fan, so I, I can't spare any more. But let, let's hop into Tampa Bay a little bit. Obviously, they had a total reload um, on their team this year. Um, obviously, the key signing being Tom Brady, bringing his buddy Gronk over with him, right? And, um, you know, they, obviously, they already had that receiving core together uh, between Godwin and Evans. They were a great uh, duo last year. Pretty good offensive line, and they really uh, kind of bookended it with their first-round pick this year. Don't know how this guy fell to him, but Tristan Wirfs from Iowa – I don't know how he fell to that spot. That was crazy to me, but they got an instant starter there. Um, defense is pretty solid still. They got Sue, V to V, uh, Jason P- Pierre-Paul, William Golston. They got Devin White in this year's draft. They still have Devontae David, Shaquille Barrett. And then they had a pretty good um, slept-on defensive back here, Antoine Win- Winfield from, uh, I believe it's from Minnesota. So um, what, what, what do you guys think here? 
Well, it's a lot well, of hype. The way I look at it currently for Tampa Bay is basically this. For one, you, you, we got the GOAT. Let's be honest. We got the greatest quarterback ever. Got it. Lane already had this little. <laughs> I want to hear Lane say it. On, uh, wait a minute. What do you say? <laughs> what do you hear say? him say? It. Say he's the GOAT. Say he is the GOAT. Oh, yeah. Okay, no okay, doubt. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. He's the GOAT. Okay. Yeah. It hurts coming out. I know how you are. <laughs> I know how you are. But let me just say this. Overall, currently looking from top to bottom on paper, do the Buccaneers look top notch? Yes. I think Tom Brady finally going into an offense where he's getting a chance to really utilize his arm. I mean, he did in New England, but he was held back because Belichick, he really wanted to establish the run a lot. I truly believe like Brady is about to have some really high attempts in his games. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. In my opinion, you got both two of these receivers have a great case to be top ten receivers in the league. Um, he got his man back, Gronk. Mm-hmm. Tight, oh, my gosh. And let's say, I mean, Gronk had a whole year off. Now, yeah. yes, some people say that could be diminishing, but you go back and look at it. I mean, a whole year off, healthy body. He was hey. a WWE, but he wasn't taking no real Torres, part. he's a 95 in Madden this year, man. Didn't you know that? Insane. No way that's earned. No way. Don't even get me started on that. Tom Brady shouldn't even be in whatever um, he is. That's, uh, oh, that's a topic God. for another day. We'll, that's we'll, a topic for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get by that. All right. But not only do they have Gronk, they also have O.J. Howard. I forgot um, to mention that. And Cameron yes, Bray. Old, he's worth mentioning, and, too. Exactly, yes. I'd rather have Harrison Bryan as my tight end. Than oh, here we go. Here. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love you, Harrison. JC. Do your thing about the Browns, but, but overall, um, I mean, offensively, they look really good. The main question will be the offensive line. I'm looking at the offensive line right now. They were one of the lowest. Uh, Jamie, just, that's one of the re- main reasons why Jamie Winston threw 30 interceptions um he didn't really he had to force that ball they had to force a lot of things yeah. and it's funny to me a lot of people want to talk about i mean yes they want to talk about their defense but little did people know the number one run, rush defense in the nfl last year was the tampa bay buccaneers their wow. defense is really good on the line they got the number two suit jason pierre paul shaquille barry i mean now they got a great safety out of anton winterfield jr i like him. i mean overall looking at this roster from top to bottom, if everybody stay healthy, you could be looking at a Super Bowl team, to be honest. And I think they have the right player. Now, do I think they are as dynamic as before? Who knows? I mean, I think, yeah, Jamie was younger, but he was a gunslinger, but he didn't have the same football IQ as Tom Brady. That's why I think Brady overall impacts his team and makes it go to another level. I have them above Atlanta, but – I had them at we'll two talk, as well. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. I had them at two. Lane, I want to, I want to know why they were number three. Why were they number three? <sighs> All right, well, <clears throat> so first off, their defense last year, the worst in the NFL against the pass. So they got some big questions there, there on, the, on the defensive back. They got no run game whatsoever. So, okay. Uh, you don't believe in Ronald Jones or maybe the – I don't uh, believe in Ronald Jones. Promising Keyshawn Vaughn from Vanderbilt? I like Keyshawn Vaughn. I think He's he could right. be pretty good, but I don't I don't see him having any run game to give Brady a break. Um okay. and I just I think this is the year Brady's gonna take a nosedive, man. I can just see it on the horizon. I can see it. I know, it's been, I know, but I can I'm telling you, man, I don't think he's not even gonna be able to hit uh, Chris Godwin, 30 yards down the field in stride. I don't think he's going to throw. What? Are, are you over here being blasphemous to Tom? I think Brady it's just uh, <clears throat> bulletin board material. You hear this? You hear this, Tom Brady? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I don't think. 
and it's just in that division, it's it's going to be rough. I mean, they got a pretty easy schedule out. I mean, they got the Broncos, Chargers. They do play the Packers. Other than, I mean, the Rams. I don't yeah. even know if they're going to be Chiefs. I don't see many other than other than easy uh, schedule. Other than the NFC South, they don't play nobody hard. Are you kidding me? They got you said the Saints. Kansas City. Kansas City's tough. Yeah, they got Green Kansas Bay? City. Chicago. I said Minnesota? I said Green Bay. Chicago. Chicago? The defense is tough there. The defense, yeah, the is, defense really tough. is tough, but but they ain't. Chicago's not going to do it. And like, like I said, the Rams are a question mark. We don't know if they're going to be like they were last year or what. But um, it will be different. And then Gronk coming back, I think it's all just a lot of a lot of hype. A lot of it might be. I don't think it's going to mesh as easy as people. I think you're really going to see how vital Bill Belichick was to Tom Brady. That's what I think is going to happen. I will say this, it will be a little shock. Um, he'll be shocked, I think, when he comes into this season. I mean, obviously, Brady's pro- probably trying to prepare now. Um, he doesn't have the weapons he once had, this offense. Really, you know, he's coming into something that was already kind of built. You know, these pieces were already there before him, where in the past, everything was built around him, you know. So you mentioned the run game. I do think that might be a factor with him this year. Um, I do question the passing a little bit from him. Hey, but I want to see him prove it, you know, um, you know, Torres mentioned it. The game plan here recently for the uh, for the Patriots has been more run heavy than pass. They've been trying to run the ball because they can rely on that defense. So um, we'll have to see. I mean, the defense isn't going to be. I, I mean, I re- I'm looking at their cornerbacks now. They got Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bunting. So you're right. There is some concern there. So I get where you're coming from on that. But um, anything else? I you think that uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and say this too. I think Shaquille Barrett was uh, 2016 Vic Beasley. I think he led the league in sacks last year, and then he's going. I don't think he's going to be uh, – he, he's good. I think he's good, but uh-huh. I don't think he's going to have the same success as coming up here. Another take. Well, I'm, I'm going to make this case overall dealing with the head coach, Bruce Arians. Um, big time Steelers fans, obviously. But, you know, Bruce Arians was starting the office – was the offensive coordinator for uh, the Steelers. Big Ben had some incredible numbers, great offenses with the Steelers. Then he goes to Indianapolis with Andrew Luck. We all remember when the head coach of the Colts had that sickness and he had to fill in for them mm-hmm. for those games. They went nine and three. Then he goes to Arizona. Now, do we remember the Carson Palmer? Carson and everybody Palmer, said yeah. was no longer gonna be good. You're he right. Had, he had his great. But I will say Carson Palmer could sling it still. Oh, wait, he could throw. Out, <sighs> but when he went, wait a minute. His best years was when he was in Arizona with Bruce Arians. I'm telling you. Yeah, it was to have the opportunity to play, uh, have play calls for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay with a much better. Obviously, who do you think is better, Jameis Winston or Brady? I'm gonna oh, go Brady. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go Brady. Yeah, Brady. All right, now yeah, if you want to talk yeah. about arm strength, yeah, you could probably give it to Jameis Winston. Yeah, but Brady, the football IQ you thrown in with a great mm-hmm. offensive play caller. I'm telling you, you're gonna have a dynamic offense. He has the we- the question about the weapon is not there. Now mm-hmm. the offensive line. That's the only thing. But the question about the weapons is not there. The question about the football IQ is not. Brady has been yeah. in this game long enough, and I'm telling you, he's going to probably get that ball out quick like he was in New England. You don't think he's going to take some of the stuff he was doing with Josh McDaniels to Tampa Bay? He will. I, it's it's going to be there. I, I have no doubts in Tampa Bay. I have them as my number two team. But now Same. let's go to – We're going hey, let's to let, – let's let Lane take it over right here. Lane, bring us to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, man. I want to hear the Falcons stuff. Number two. Yeah, so I got the Falcons in at number two for me. Um, again, I might end up eating my words, but I just feel like uh, this is we're gonna we're gonna prove everybody wrong this year. I just got right. the addition of Todd Gurley really has me excited. I know he wasn't healthy last year, but he looks like he could be coming off 
uh, looking good. So, and uh, like I said, it's just all behind our guy Matt Ryan. You know, I think yep. he's gonna. Uh-huh. I think he's. I think he's gonna have a good year. Uh, and with a healthy defense and a, a healthy offensive line, both our first round draft picks went down on the offensive line last year. So, I think if we put all those pieces together and we stay healthy, I think we could end up, you know, squeaking in a, a ten and six, eleven and five at the most, okay. and uh, getting in there. Were there any <laughs> Were there any additions you think this year that uh, that they made in the off season that you think will push them over that hump? I think at first I was questioning the. A.J. Terrell draft pick from Clemson mm-hmm. after – but I think a lot of people got a little too uh, too quick to judge him off the national cha- – or the game against LSU where he just got absolutely – He got killed. He got destroyed. Uh, hey, they Justin said he Jefferson. had a flu or something like that, so. Yeah. So <laughs> gonna make it, but, uh, We're going to make some excuses here for him. I don't know what the reason was, but, I mean – Hometown I think, kid. He's got he's got a good size. I think he's going to be good. And we got Kendall Sheffield. He made some starts last year. I think he's going to fill in and be – be what about, uh, what about Isaiah year. Oliver? What do you think about him? He's got a lot to learn. He was – there was the culprit of a lot of bad plays last year, just getting absolutely lost in coverage. Mm-hmm. So, I'm hoping another year with Dan Quinn and – but, I mean, that that's goes back to all this coronavirus stuff and the training camps and the – Yeah. Maybe then these guys aren't getting the reps they would normally be getting to learn some of these things. But mm-hmm. I think with a healthy Keanu Neal, Deion Jones coming back, uh, and Dante Fowler coming in. Thank God we got rid of Vic Beasley. I've been wanting him gone for three wow. years now. Yeah. So yeah. I think he just had. And then you got Tack McKinley. He's in a contract year. He that can go two ways. He can either play his butt off to try and get paid, or just say, "I want to get out sure. of here." And just yeah. yeah so All right. see how he turns out. But I think we're a dark horse, man. I think like yeah, I, I think said, so too. It's, on paper, you know, all those first round draft picks. If we mm-hmm. can just put it together and yeah. just I think we could actually we can make some and no one's looking at us right now you look at all that not like, really no one we got I think one primetime game on our schedule Sunday night football wow. maybe wow. nothing else like yeah. no one's no one's paying attention to us so I think we could we could make some noise all right well, the, the, well the real question is Lane overall I mean, last year, y'all finished the season off on a four-game winning streak. It seems to me that the Falcons, every year, they beat the teams that – y'all beat the 49ers last second touchdown in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing sorry teams, like, I don't know. Panthers. Gosh. And, and you lose. I mean, Bucks at home. I mean, Rams. You lose to Rams 37-10 to at home. Like, that's, yeah. that's not – Falcons, come on. Yeah. So, to me, I have a question for you. What holds back the Falcons? What you believe holds back the Falcons a lot in a lot of their situations? I mean, I don't want to – I mean, I'm off the top of my head, it's defense and offensive line, but I'm not going to sit here and act like Matt Ryan doesn't sometimes make me scratch my head. Mm-hmm. I've seen him, I've seen him mm-hmm. do some, some stuff. Like the stats you see where uh, – stuff. Huh. Go – Joe Burrow threw more touchdowns in the Georgia Dome than Matt Ryan did, and it's just like, oh. is that? <laughs> how does that? How does that happen? You know, that's just yeah. that's sad. But again, like I said, I mean, Matt Ryan is constantly one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league. Also, we had no run game last year. Devontae yeah. Freeman's constantly hurt. That was a dud. So I'm I'm hoping with the addition of of Todd Gurley, we can get some of that pressure off Matt Ryan. And then, like I said, our defense has got to get healthy. We got to. I can't tell you how many times Atlanta's scored forty points. Matt Ryan throw for three hundred yards, three touchdowns, and then we still lose. I remember 
the year before last, we lost to the Bengals 35 to like 31, went crazy, we lost to the Saints in overtime, scoring 40 points. Like you can't you can't win every game scoring 40 points. You got yeah. you gotta have some some defensive help. So right. well the the other thing is, I mean, y'all lost a big time. Well, I wouldn't say the big time key, but you lost a little key. you lost Austin Hooper. To the Browns. So, um, what, what type of effect do you think he'll have on your offense? I mean, I like Hayden Hurst. I think he's going to be – I think he's he's obviously not going to be Austin Hooper, I don't think. I mean, from he was a first-round draft pick, and what Matt Ryan said from working out with him, that he's the most athletic tight end he's ever worked with. So, I mean, we'll see how Played that Tony G. translates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And coming from Baltimore, I mean, he didn't really get uh, – they use their tight ends a lot, but he didn't really get – as much of an opportunity. Andrew stole that shine. Right. I don't yeah. think he's going to get as much of a – he didn't get as much opportunity there as he's going to get here. But And I like uh, Calvin Ridley. I think he's yeah. going to have another good year. He's a He'll solid a second step. wide receiver. So, I'll say I this. I think Hayden Hurst is good. I mean, I'm not upset with the, with the replacement, that's for sure. Yeah. I'll say Steven this Hurst. much. What I think stands between you guys and success, the Falcons' and success, I think it's the depth. When I look at this team, it's the depth. So, right now, I see all the starters. It looks really good. But once you get – I'm seeing something that can happen just like last year where somebody goes down and then – Quan Treadwell, I think, is our third receiver. After yeah, it's, yes. yeah, it's between Russell Gage and, and Laquan Russell Treadwell. Gage, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong, I like the starters. I mean, you guys – I mean, it's a great team. You build it up real well where, um, you know, it should be something that's going to be competitive. This team should be. Um, it's just I'm worried about that one person going down and not being able to fill that that role again, uh, kind of like y'all did uh, last season. But, I mean, the cool stat that I remember seeing earlier this offseason was uh, the offense. If you put uh, Laquan Treadwell in as, like, the third receiver, you you can try that all first-round uh, starters. Like, if you if you can you can do an all-first-round lineup because every single person on the offensive line is first-round quarterback, wide receiver, yep. running back, tight end, it's crazy. So, the talent's there. We just got to see if, the, if it can uh, be put together successfully. Yep, that's what it's – and that's why this – I mean, I was pushing – Dan Quinn was worrying me. Like, I kind of wanted him gone. Mm-hmm. But uh, after hearing how that locker room reacted, they they really fought for him to keep his job. So, I mean, I hope Man. he can – I hope he can find a way to put the pieces again. That's a lot of pressure when you hear that on there. Like, oh, we got all these first-rounders. You got a lot of pressure. And then you got Dirk Cutter, who's – Coming in as the office coordinator, and he's got a, a lot of mouths to feed and a lot of weapons yeah. he's got to try to use. So we'll we'll see how it works. Yeah. Well, uh, so let's see. So that would leave us with one more team left here in the NFC South, and this is the one that I really this is I really believe in this team, and I'll tell you guys why. I'm gonna get up on my soapbox here for a minute, but uh, but this team, the Saints, man, I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing with them. I think they built this team really well, and we've seen it year after year. They get to this. You know, they get pretty far, and then something happens. I mean, everybody remembers the Stephon Diggs catch. Yeah, like it's something crazy that always – or the pass interference call that wasn't called. Stuff like that. This, I think, might be the year where it finally gets all put together. They're bringing back Drew Brees. This could be his final year. All's on the line. Let's see what they got. Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. It's crazy that they got Jameis for that cheap. It's a good future play if they want him to be the fill-in after he's gone. Kamara Murray, Montgomery, Tom Montgomery at running back as well. You got Michael Thomas, and now you got Emmanuel Sanders there with the receiving core. Yeah, uh, man. The offensive line is still looking good. They filled in some some key pieces there. I mean, I know Max Unger was uh, he retired late on them, so they didn't really know where to go from there. But then 
they pretty much replaced him with Cesar Ruiz from uh, from Michigan. It was like a former five-star kid coming out of high school. So talent's there for that. Tight end looks good. The defense is stacked. They were able to pick up Malcolm Jenkins for some reason. Like, that's a freaking, yeah. you know, instant impact there. Janoris Jenkins is their second Janoris corner Will. behind Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn you know what I'm Lattimore. saying? Dude, this is this is ridiculous. And and the linebackers are yeah. stacked too. Demario Davis, Kiko Alonso, Alex Anzalone, and uh, the defensive line. It, it never hurts to have people like Marcus Davenport, the guy that they had. Got Cam Jordan still getting Cam it done. Cam Jordan, Malcolm Jordan, Brown, Sheldon Rankins. This is it's stacked. But what do you guys think? Yeah. I'm well, I look at the Saints. I agree. I agree. I mean, mm-hmm. I agree with you a little bit, uh, Tyler. But I don't know about Super Bowl. I mean, I I'm I still make on it. this. Thing. I'm still on this edge with them. They're like this every year, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're they like – they're to be they're a little bit like the Falcons sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get to those big-time stages and they just forget how to play football. I mean, you look at the, the catch. I mean, that was Marshall and Lattimore fault. But, I mean, Stephon Diggs did – to be honest, he could have intercepted that ball. It wouldn't yeah, – it wouldn't yeah, be a big-time was, catch like yeah, that. I don't know why. Did, I don't know was. what he was doing. And then you also can look at um, the catch against um, uh, Freak. I can't think. Oh, the pass interference play. Yeah, the pass interference, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, dog, it just – they're a really unlucky team overall. Mm-hmm. I just don't see the Saints making it to the Super Bowl this year. They have the weapons. You don't think they can make it? They, you don't think they can make it at the NFC? Yes, they're going to make it uh, – You know what I'm saying? Lose, they're going to lose to somebody that you shouldn't lose to. All right, it might, it could like, happen. They do this all the time. I'm just saying, last last year, last hey, one last ride with Drew Brees. I'll take my chances, man. I, I think, think, I think, yeah, I think, I agree. Yeah, I think they can. And people, people overlook Drew Brees. I mean, that man is he's up there. He's one of the one of the best too. I mean, if he wins another Super Bowl, you talk about a conference. I mean, obviously not with with Tom Brady still, but Drew Brees is uh he's still got it for sure. Do you think Drew Brees is better than Peyton Manning right now? Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll take put Drew Brees over over Peyton Manning. Really? Okay. He's broken all the records, man. Yeah, yeah he has put. all. He broken all the Peyton's records. Um, I mean, you know all man, breaking all Peyton Manning's records. Yeah, you know else is right. breaking uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's breaking oh, yeah, yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I, didn't, I didn't know he was going to pull that one out. I didn't know he was going to pull that one out. I was about to say, you know, Just wait. Give him, give him about five more years. We'll we'll see. Let him win one Super Bowl and then. Yeah. And what conversation he's going to be throwing in the top 20 of all time? <laughs> no, nah, I don't know about that. No. Oh, my gosh. But I, oh, as no. I see him and I think about it, you look at Peyton Manning, you look at Drew Brees. Um, Drew Brees obviously has the rings. He won his last ring basically just being a – a conservative quarterback. He just managed the uh, offense. But Drew Brees is, what, 42? How old is he? 41? He's up there in age, man. 41 years old right now. Yes, and he's breaking records. I mean, still throwing for, what, 3,000, 4,000 yards, leading the league. I'm not – well, not leading this year, but still top five, top six around in the league in touchdowns. Like, how many people you know who does that besides Tom Brady? Like, that's amazing. So yeah, I mean, he missed uh, what five games last year? He still threw issue. like yeah. 20, 25 touchdowns. I think he had last year. Or exactly. Like that, so. And plus, he's the only quarterback to have multiple five thousand yard seasons. And it's baffling to think he has zero MVPs. That is crazy. Wow. That's, he has the, that's like that's like when you think about Kobe. When Kobe only has one MVP, that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. You think about just, that. So. Drew Brees, I mean, he's had some great seasons, many 13 and 3 seasons. Heck, he had some seasons where he can he threw for threw for more yards than 
um, Peyton Manning, but it comes to the team record. I yeah. mean, because sometimes some of those years right, he was yeah. 79 with all, over 5,000 yards, and Peyton Manning would be, what, 13-3, 14-2? You know who yeah. they're giving the MVP to, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, but I, I agree with y'all. I think Drew Brees have finally overtaken Peyton Manning. I mean, yeah. if he wins one more ring, I think it solidifies him. But there you go. I can I can agree. You heard it here. Well, uh, any any other final thoughts on the NFC South before uh, before we end this off? I say we do some record predictions. Oh wow! Oh, I guess man. I got Atlanta. I mean, I'm going. I'm going eleven and five, man. I'm gonna go ahead and stop it. I'm gonna punch it in. Eleven and five for Atlanta. Eleven and five for Atlanta. I'm going yep. ten and six for the Falcons. All right. Oh man. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we're all different. I'll go nine and seven. Why not? What the hey? <laughs> I'll take. I'll take, <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go ten and six for Tampa Bay, and then I think the Saints and Atlanta are gonna be. Right there, neck and neck, eleven and five. Saints might go twelve and four, so it'll be it's going to be a fun division to watch. Though that's that's yeah. what it's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. So I'm gonna say six and I'm gonna say six and ten for the Panthers, ten and six for the Falcons. I'm going to go. It's going to be tight. I'm going to go eleven and five for the Bucks, and I go twelve and four for the Saints. That sounds about right. I, I I'm I'm right there with you. I'll maybe give one less win to to Carolina there, but yeah. What about you, Lane? I'll go. I'll go seven and nine for 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 Carolina. I think okay. Christian McCaffrey and Bridgewater. I think they can upset some people and knock somebody out of the playoffs or something like that. I think they yeah. can win seven games. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, well. As always, thank you so much, Lane, for for joining us today. It was oh yeah, I appreciate. Hey, appreciate y'all letting me come for real. For yeah. sure. For sure. It's always good to be able to talk to you. We're about to get on for for some fantasy stuff, Torres. I don't know how big you are oh, in yeah. fantasy, but. Uh, Lane and I could sit there and talk fantasy for days. So, um, so we'll have oh, to get him yeah, on for something. Um, regarding yeah, let that. me know. Let me know. Yes, but it's uh, it's always good catching up with you, Lane. And um, you know, thank you guys so much for listening in. Continue to uh, like, share, subscribe. You can always listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, always feel free to follow us on Twitter. It's the TNT Podcast. So, um, yeah, again, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>